Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco, all proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome on a 4th of July to our number two. Hopefully, wherever you are, weather permitting, you can get outside today in this beautiful country. I'm going to have a chance to be with my family later today, wherever you may be. However you may be watching, viewing, or listening today, thanks for making us part of your day. Ryan filling in. J-Mac is here tomorrow to do a solo show. He's been with his kids in Florida doing volleyball stuff, back, and then both of us back Thursday and Friday. Fourth of July is one of my, you know, fireworks, cold beer, sunshine, late. One of my favorite holidays. Hopefully it is for you as well. Thanks so much for joining us. So, sometimes I got to give you bad news, and it's not bad news for everybody, uh, but it's like bad news. You have to tell people things, and they get very upset, but it's statistically true. For instance, if you're watching my show, your son will not play in the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, or MLS. Almost no chance. Even if they're really good now at seven years old. Almost no chance. And they certainly won't be a star. Right? That's just the truth. The NFL has a truth. Since 1990, that's a lot of years. That's, that's over 30 years. At least four new playoff teams. Four teams that made it don't. That's the low. The average is six. Okay, now last year, it was seven. Half the playoff teams, half from the year before, left. So I'm not going to go with a low or a high. I'm going to go with the average. Six new playoff teams since 1990. And I know... Teams that made the playoffs are absolutely sure their momentum is headed in the right way. And these were not easy because many of the teams I left out have good quarterbacks or good coaches. But there's reasons 
for all of them. So let's start with the playoff teams last year in both the AFC and NFC. So for our radio audience, Kansas City, Bills, Bengals, Jags, Chargers, Ravens, Dolphins, and the AFC. Eagles, Niners, Vikings, Bucks, Cowboys, Giants, Seahawks, in the NFC. So I had to pick six. So in the AFC, I'm not getting rid of Burrow and Mahomes uh, and Josh Allen. I think Buffalo will figure out a way to get in, though I didn't love, I didn't love how last season ended. So here's two teams. Now, I think the AFC's got much better quarterbacks, so I'm only going to have two new playoff teams in the AFC because I do think good teams, offensive coaches, star quarterbacks usually come back. So I'm going to take the Chargers and the Ravens in the AFC, and I think it will come down to the last weekend. And in the NFC, I'm going to get rid of the Vikings, Bucks, Giants, Seahawks. Let me explain those six and why I'm moving off them before I introduce the new teams. I'm moving off the Chargers, and it was hard for this. I had to pick somebody. And right now, Brandon Staley, jury's out. Jury's out. Tough division. I'm not kicking Mahomes out. And I do think if you look at the Broncos and the moves they made to upgrade the O-line, they have an offensive coach who has a chance to be a Hall of Famer. Russell Wilson rebounds to some level. That feels like the Chargers could be on the short end. The Ravens, well, you'll see in a second who I'm replacing them with, but their star players, including their quarterback, of their top eight players, seven have an injury history. Over in the NFC, I'm getting rid of the Vikings. Why? I like them. They're not going to go 11-0 in close games, and they no longer have the best roster in the division. I'm getting rid of the Bucs because Brady retired. The Giants have a significantly more difficult schedule, many tough road games, lots of travel, and let's be honest, if Saquon Barkley doesn't come back and isn't ready early, this offense is a water pistol. And the Seahawks, I just don't think Geno Smith will duplicate that. Their offensive line still young. Many of the players I like, they've nailed their last draft or two, are really young players. So those six teams I'm moving off of. Here's who I will replace them with as of this morning. Denver over the Chargers. I gave that one away. Why? Sean Payton against Brandon Staley. Rosters are fairly even. Steelers over the Ravens. They played great football in their last nine games going seven and two. And if you look at the Steelers, top seven to eight players, none have an injury history. None. T.J. Watt got banged up last year, but when he plays, they win 75% of his games. I think the Ravens and Steelers comes down to the last weekend. I trust the health. I think they both have good coaches. They both have good defenses. They both have capable quarterbacks, though Pickett's young. The Steelers will be healthier late and eke in. In the NFC, the Lions now have the best roster in the division, Jared Goff has gotten better since the moment he stepped foot in Michigan. I think it's their turn. The Saints have the best roster in their division. And with Derek Carr, I don't know if I love the coach, but Derek Carr in that defense should be a playoff team. I'll take the Panthers as my shock against the Giants. O-line is Jeff Schwartz talked about better than people think. Excellent front seven defensively. Frank Reich should have never been fired in Indianapolis. 
Carson Wentz, Philip Rivers, and Andrew Luck had highly efficient years with Frank Reich. I think Bryce Young will be very good. Now, I know I live in Los Angeles, and you think I'm being a homer, but I'm also from the Pacific Northwest. I think the Seahawks and Rams battle to the final weekend. Who's got the better quarterback? It's the Rams. The better defensive line presence? It's the Rams. I like DK Metcalf, but Cooper Cup, the last time he was healthy, broke NFL records for productivity. The Rams are young on defense. So is Kansas City. You can be young on defense. It's about blowing stuff up. It's about the ability to be, play fast. It's not about a playbook as much as playing fast. Young guys can play fast. So my AFC playoff teams, Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Jags, Broncos, Steelers, Dolphins. I think Miami could be really good. In the NFC, Eagles, Niners, Lions, Saints, Cowboys. Yes, yes, this morning, Cowboys, Panthers, Rams. The two big headlines would be Aaron and the Jets don't get in. I think it's very close. And Belichick fails again. I'm not sure if that's close. And with that, Nick Wright joining me. I had to make tough decisions, Nick. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Here, so can I? I don't yeah. know if they can throw it back on the screen. Yeah. But I. So the only. The only, I don't really have a quibble, except I think the Rams are going to be terrible, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. That, you know, I think they could be one of the worst teams in the league this year. But what you didn't replace was any of the top six teams, like the favorites, the Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, the six best teams from last season, the regular season, that if you were to have to pick one of those six – to me, and you probably know who it is, I have an easy pick. Yeah. I think, like, if there is a shocking wow, that team fell off of the top six. To me, there's a lot of warning signs in Buffalo, from yeah. Leslie Frazier's departure to Josh Allen's late-season regression without Dable to obviously the concern with Stephon Diggs and their inability, even with Diggs, to acquire a number two receiver. I can't see, barring horrible injury luck, any of the other teams missing the playoffs entirely of those top six, I think if there was a shocker, it would be Buffalo, which then maybe could open the door up for Aaron and the Jets or maybe the Ravens as a wild card team, something like that. Yeah, no, I, th I have Miami winning the division. Uh, listening yep. to you and others, I think there is regression. I think Miami, I had somebody in the league tell me this, that Vic Fangio – uh, is going to be a significant upgrade, not just Jalen Ramsey, that many people in the league are now copying Vic Fangio's defense, and that if Tua is healthy, they're going to be a bit of a buzzsaw. You remember last year, they were early. Before Tua had some yep. injury issues, they were a buzzsaw. I also think the NFC is weaker than the AFC, yep. no and question. so I think there'll be more disruption. We can put that up again. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it out there with Carolina. That's my shocking team because I, I actually think their defense in that division is really good. I don't good. think that's crazy. I think they could win that division. I don't think that's insane, Colin. I mean, I think they what they win seven games last year with a disastrous quarterback situation. I don't believe in the Saints, mostly because of their coach. And I don't think, they, I don't think they're a particularly forward-thinking team. I think Carr's fine. You mentioned uh, Vic Fangio to go to the AFC just quickly again 
I the this is maybe more for fantasy players or for people that gamble on player props. I'm really interested in all of the AFC East quarterbacks, what their season-long stats will be when they have six games against those corners in that division. Think about it. Miami added Jalen Ramsey, already had Xavier Howard. The Patriots' strength is their secondary every single year. The Bills now have Trey White and their first-round pick from a year ago, Trey White fully removed from the injury, and the Jets obviously have Sauce Gardner and another young corner. Like you might have the best set, four of the best seven secondaries in the NFL might be the four AFC East teams. So I'm really fascinated into with all those quarterbacks plus Mac Jones in that division, how much success they actually have when you're going in those interdivisional games. So I, I think that's one of the things to watch. Let's uh, pivot. I'll get to Dame in a second. I said yesterday sure. I thought the Lakers. Um, it was GM 101-ing to move off Westbrook to retain Rui and Reeves. I like Jackson Hayes' size. Give AD when he's out some size, rim protection. Uh, Gabe Vincent, I don't like that Miami moved off him, but they're trying to clear space for Dame. I think Miami really likes Gabe Vincent, but they're going to have Dame. Yep. I thought the Lakers, I mean, again, I don't think it's revolutionary. It still depends on LeBron's health, but I thought it was a darn good offseason. What say you? So. 100%. I think that they had the best offseason pending the Dame trade of anyone. And I think it is noteworthy that the only team in the Western Conference clearly better than them last year in Denver had a tough offseason. Now, this happens when you win the championship, but they were unable to add anyone, and they lose their fifth most important player in Bruce Brown and their eighth most important player in Jeff Green. So they take a minor step back, and the Lakers take maybe a, a, you know, a step and a half forward. Here is what I know about the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. When the team makes sense, they're awesome. In 2020, they had a team that made sense. They were the one seed all year and then rolled to a championship. In 2021, they brought that same group back with a few minor tweaks. They were the two seed the night that Solomon Hill fell into LeBron's ankle and knocked him out essentially for the year. Last year, post-deadline, they had a team that made sense. They went 18-8, and eight, the best record in the West over the, that portion of the regular season, and made the conference finals. They once again have a team that makes sense. You don't need a third star. Yes, of course, LeBron's going to be in year 21 and is turning 39, and Anthony Davis has a long injury history. Of course, if either one of those guys is injured for a massive portion of the season or at the end of the season, they're screwed. But if those two guys stay healthy, this is unequivocally a team that can compete for a championship because LeBron and AD are still two of the 10 best players in the league, and now you have the right types of personnel around them. So listen, I, I hope Dame goes to Miami. It's good for him. It's good for the yeah. league. But I do think Portland has to be loyal to Portland. They've paid him $233 million. He'll end up at $450 million. And they got three first round, five first-round exits, three missed the playoffs. And he's been banged up the last couple of years. He was paid. They love him. But Portland's got to take care of Portland. And if San Antonio's got the best package, I'd send him there. There is this sense in the NBA 
that if you and I, I said this earlier in the show about LeBron, there's this sense in the NBA that if you don't send a player to a decent place, they'll hold it against you. And my and, and it'll be bad for your franchise. My takeaway is and I gave a list of players that have won titles in the last 30 years and they were all drafted and developed by their team. They weren't trade guys or free agent guys from Akeem to Isaiah to Kobe to Magic. Here they are. Jordan, sure. Magic, Wade, Tom. That's how you win championships. LeBron's the outlier. He bounces around and saves your franchise. Sure. Even the Warriors won pre-KD, with KD, post-KD. I don't think Portland owes Dame anything, although I do think they'd like to send him to the other conference. But where, yeah. do, you, where do you fall on, hey, I, well, you got to take care of the player. My thing is, come on, guys, you paid him $450 million potentially. So I listen, I whether what I think teams should do or shouldn't do is less relevant to what teams actually do. And they send guys exactly where they want to go. Dwight Howard, where'd he want to end up when he was leaving Orlando? The Lakers. Where'd he end up? The Lakers. Uh, Carmelo Anthony wanted to be a Nick. Where did he end up? The Knicks. Anthony Davis wanted to be a Laker. He ended up a Laker. James Harden quit on his team, wanted to be a Net or a Sixer. He quit on the other team and got to be <laughs> on both of those teams. Kevin Durant demanded a trade, demanded the coach be fired, demanded the GM be fired, then laid down his sword, and then three months later demanded to trade again and they didn't even hold an auction they were like it's phoenix no problem bradley beal says well my agent's kid runs the suns i'd like to go there and i have no trade he got there everybody gets to go where they want to go that is the history of this league we can argue it should change they shouldn't do it put your foot down you make that argument till you're blue in the face Damien, superstars like Damian Lillard, who are essentially the tenured professors of the NBA, guys who have been somewhere long enough and built up enough equity, they simply don't get screwed. The Oddly enough, uh, Colin, the only time guys get screwed is when they don't demand the trade. Blake Griffin never wanted to be traded and then got shipped to Detroit. He was trying to start a comedy career in Los Angeles, signs a new contract. They're like, nope, Detroit. Donovan Mitchell, even after the Rudy Gobert's uh, trade, did not demand a trade, and they traded him to Cleveland. Now, that didn't screw him, but he obviously, it would appear, preferred New York. When the players take it on themselves to put their foot down and demand a trade, they almost always get what they want. And in large part, that is also because there is a cool, you know, there is a chilling effect on the market. If you're Boston, are you offering Jalen Brown when Damian Lillard is making it known to anyone and everyone seemingly through, you know, friends of his or people that he talks to in the media, he does not want to be there. Do you want to sign up for, you know, one of the faces of your franchise not wanting to be there? Typically not. So, yeah, I think this ends in Miami. And I've for three weeks I've been saying I think this ends in Miami. It might take some time, but I think that's where it ends. Um, I said earlier, NBA and NFL coaches, the legends, Red Arbach, uh, Don Shula, Belichick, Walsh, um, you know, uh, Phil Jackson, usually somewhere in their 40s or their coaching prime, they land a legend, Popovich Duncan. And at that point, oh, they become legends. And then 60, 70, maybe they get old. Andy Reid's different. 
He was really good, but didn't get Mahomes until year 19. Belichick got Brady in year six. And I believe if Andy, health permitting, coaches six more years, six, and wins two yeah. titles, though he won't have as many as Bill, oh, his coaching, my language now. coaching tree will be better, not tied to one player, uh, progressive where the league is headed, that we will look at Andy and go, he was the better coach. He won 60% well, of his games prima homes. And that, that well, Andy just didn't get his guy, unlike the Shula's Popovich's Belichick. He didn't get him until you're 19. Right, and Prima Holmes was still in, what, five in conference title games, yeah. won a bunch of divisions, was always good. So you said two more titles. So that would put him at four. Belichick's at six. You know, Colin, I'm a big believer across sports that even if the alleged GOAT has six rings, once you get to four rings, you can overtake him, even if you don't quite get to counting the rings. That could be for best basketball player or best NFL coach. You can pick your poison there. I, here's what I truly believe. I truly believe Bill Belichick has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt he is the greatest defensive mind in NFL history. I know we don't count this on his head coaching resume, but the defense that he designed to shut down Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly and Andre Reid and the Bills in that Super Bowl for the New York Giants, and then the defense he designed to shut down the greatest show on turf for his first Super Bowl at New England, and then the defense that he designed to shut down McVay and, that, and Todd Gurley and that Rams offense in his last Super Bowl in New England, the those things are one-of-a-kind unique to Belichick. But Andy is building out a resume from his success, forget Mahomes, with Nick Foles and Alex Smith and aging Donovan and our dear friend Mike Vick, who I thought never played the position better than after he, you know, he got in trouble and had to step away from the league for two years and then got with Andy in Philadelphia. He is building the resume of the greatest offensive mind of all time. And if he wins at a crazy level where football is headed, Colin, what's more valuable? The best defensive mind or the best offensive mind? What's more valuable, the best defensive player or the best offensive player? There's no question. So I, he has a ways to go, but you are correct, and you, to your credit, have been saying this for the better part of 18 months. The door is open for Andy to make that a very real discussion, and particularly when the Chiefs become the first team ever to win three straight Super Bowls, which they're about to do here in the next 18 months. So that'll make it easier. Finally, um, I, I said I saw a story I led with this this morning that um, I saw the Sports Illustrated said this is the year that Dak has got to get over the hump. And I said, I got three years of college, seven years as a pro. We don't say that with Kirk Cousins. We know what Kirk is. Kirk is Dak without the star in the helmet. And if you go to stats that we judge quarterbacks They're on. Almost identical. I mean, it's not even. Yeah, the, you could true. almost take the almost out. I mean, the completion yeah. percentage, identical. Passer rating, identical. Oh, that's crazy. It's in, I didn't know they were that identical. Right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Dak has mostly had better O-lines. I think Kirk Cousins, take out last year's, had sometimes better defenses. But they've, they've mostly both had competent coaches. And, and my takeaway is nobody is asking this year, you know, Cousins needs to get over the hump. 
We're just not realistic with Dak. We, we, it's like yeah, but that's yeah. but that cuts both ways, Colin. Nobody's asking Kirk Cousins to be their sleep number salesman either, <laughs> right? Like they, they, I mean, Dak. There are there is some unfair, and maybe he is actually. I don't know, but Dak seems to have a lot of commercials oh, yeah. compared to his you know achievements. And Dak's a good player. Yeah, and I think he is. I would if you know if if, if it were my team, I would rather have Dak than Kirk. Yeah. But it is, I think they are the 11th and 12th best yep. quarterbacks in football. Yep. Or the 10th. They are right there. Yep. And But so it is part of the star on the helmet, the Cowboys quarterback. You get extra scrutiny. You deal with some extra nonsense, extra pressure. But it also, you get, you are one of the faces of the league, even though this team has not played in a conference title game in almost 30 years now. And so I think that's just how it comes. I know we're late. Can I just just say one oh, thing yeah, real plenty quick of, before plenty we go. Plenty of time. Plenty of time, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it is the 4th of July. It's not like <laughs> you got a lot of stuff to break down. Um, so uh, I, I've, I've referenced this on your show before, but I want to do it again. Seven years ago today oh, wow. uh, was the 4th of July 2016, which in the sports world is the day Durant went to the Warriors. Yes. Kind of changed everything in the NBA. Yeah. And if I may say so, just to be self-indulgent, it also, in my opinion, is the day that my entire career and life trajectory changed because with some pushing from you behind the scenes to the bosses, you, I was filling in for you. I, had, I didn't really have a spot on the network. I yep. was here. I didn't really have a home, so to speak. And you advocated that I get to fill in for you when you were on summer vacation. And then five minutes before we went on the air that day, the biggest story in the world breaks. <laughs> the other network's in tennis all day. And there were a lot of eyeballs on me. And I was a 31-year-old kid who had done probably 45 total minutes of live national television prior to that day. And, uh, you know, I think it went well. And I think that set the course for everything that's happened since then to where now, as you say, I'm on a show with no budget, live in New York City, <laughs> my wife owns a boutique here, life's good. And none of it happens without you supporting me, Colin. And it changed my entire life, and I love you so much, brother. All right, don't get me emotional. Love you, brother. All right. See ya, see ya, Colin. Fourth of July, it's all true. <laughs> Mostly he's really talented. That's, that's the most true part of that story. And good for him. Yeah, that was 2016. Caught us off. That, that goes down on a short list of craziest moments in sports. Kevin Durant's going to the Warriors. In fact, you could tell it was going to be good because everybody was furious. The whole league is like, that's like uh, Burrow joining the Chiefs and being the backup. This is outrageous. You know, but my takeaway was, there's only one basketball. This is, is going to be crazy. It's going to be like an Olympic team. That's wrong. It worked perfectly. It worked perfectly for a lot of reasons. Uh, one of which is Katie's amazing. The other one is Steph pulled back, gave Katie the floor in big spots, and it worked. And it would still be working if they were together. Katie decided to go elsewhere. So anyway, nice story by Nick. He's a wonderful guy. And if I've been a little part of his life, I feel great about that. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Independence Day. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Everything you've earned double. Check it out seriously for yourself. 
Discover.com slash match. Have an extra hot dog. Open a cold one today. Go outside. Get off that iPhone. Live in L.A., it's The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. You'll feel it. Because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's that head-turning pair for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after. When you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert. Sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay Authenticity Guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Ryan on a 4th of July with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Start off with the NBA here, Colin. The 76ers have made their stance on Tyrese Maxey very clear. The team is reportedly not interested oh. in any trade conversations that involve the young star. According to Brian Windhorst, Philly says Maxi is untouchable and would tell any team that wants him to, quote, lose our number. <laughs> okay, so you know I love him. That's right. And I admitted on Monday I was wrong because I saw all sorts of speculation they would move him. If you look, this has been one of my tangents. For somebody that's watching me on the 4th that doesn't normally watch, one of my tangents has been, outside of, like, Steph Curry, these dynamic young guards, uh, John Wall, Derek Rose, John Moran, many can't shoot. So they have to drive to the basket more than I like to score and therefore get banged into the big trees of the NBA and get hurt. Westbrook, Wall, a lot of these guys, just not good shooters. This kid is a great shooter and gives you all the dynamic point guard qualities. So he's very unique. 
a lot of these smaller dynamic players have to score at the basket. He doesn't. That tells me he could have a longer career. He'll avoid injuries. Not that he can't get without the hand check. He'll get to the basket anytime he wants. You can't stay in front of any of these. You can't stay in front of Jaw. You couldn't stay in front of Westbrook. You still can't stay in front of LeBron. You used to have a hand check. Can't stay in front of anybody. But I don't. I think this guy's an ascending player. I don't know if he's a one, but like a Jalen Brown, he'll be in a short list of great, well-deserved, financially set for life number twos who I think will last a long time. So I didn't get all the rumors over the weekend that he was on the market. I Every year I watch him, he feels like he gets a grade better. And I think he's going to average about, if Harden's gone, when he's gone, he'll be a 24-point-a-game guy and one of the better three-point shooters at his position in the league. Yeah, you had been on this since the end of last season that Maxi was – elevating himself into the true number two role on that 76ers and a great team. Two. Yeah, alongside Not, yeah. Joel Embiid. Yeah. So, we'll uh, turn our attention now to the Western Conference. The Lakers didn't make any splashy moves this year in free agency, but they did keep their core players together. They retained Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, and D'Angelo Russell. They also brought in Gabe Vincent, Jackson Hayes, Cam Reddish, and Torian Prince. Bill Plaschke of the LA Times applauded the Lakers for their approach this offseason, saying they won the summer and expects the team to be a true contender when they start next season. They'll be viable. It's certainly an argument, although whoever gets Dame probably wins. If you look at the history of the NBA, whoever gets the star wins the trade, at least in the short term. Um, like right now, it looks like Miami's had a rough offseason. They lose Struess. They lose Gabe Vincent. Tyler Hero's not loved. They land Dame. Nobody cares. So I thought they had. I thought they did mostly obvious remedial stuff. But I, I don't think it, you could deny they retained the right guy. They bailed on the right guy. They got younger. They've got better shooters. They got a little longer. So Rob Palenka from the Westbrook move on has done a really, really good job. Because as we all know, generally speaking, if you look at LeBron's career, this is a fair opinion. LeBron comes to your place and you win a title. And then he leaves and you're kind of a mess for several years, right? Because LeBron doesn't want to play with young guys. He wants to play with high IQ veteran players, as he should. But what the Lakers are saying is, okay, you're going to leave here pretty soon. We don't want to be left holding the bag. So we want to have shooters and youth and favorable contracts. The D'Lo deal's fair. The Austin Reeves contract is reasonable. Gabe Vincent's contract on market, reasonable. So I thought if you're a Laker fan beyond just a LeBron fan, it sets them up. It's the first time I've looked at the Lakers in maybe seven, eight years outside of the bubble, maybe that, that year. And I think to myself, oh, they got shooters, length, youth, a good coach. They could live without LeBron. They'll have If he left tomorrow, they'd have cap space. They'd go get somebody in the offseason. But it's like, if that's winning, then Plaschke's right. They had a very formidable, mostly GM 101 stuff, but a formidable trade free agent period. They made the obvious moves, which were the best moves in right. this offseason for the Lakers as they try to keep pace in the West. We will turn our attention to the NFL. Tua Tungavailoa was having a career year in 2022 when his season was cut short due to injury. There are conflicting opinions about whether Tua can become one of the elite quarterbacks in the league, but Dolphins receiver Jalen Waddell has full confidence in him. Waddell was recently asked what he thinks makes Tua special, and here's was this was his answer. 
his ball placement. I think everybody sees it, knowing exactly where to put the ball, where his receivers cannot just catch it, but catch it and run with it. So that's what makes Tua Tua. That was also what made Breeze Breeze, and that was his comp out of the NFL. The difference is, uh, and they both had an early injury of note. I almost feel like last year was his rookie year. So he comes into the NFL with a defensive coach. I think Brian Flores was a good coach, but very rigid and not a fan of Tua. The first year he's going back and forth with Ryan Fitzpatrick. There's Deshaun Watson rumors. Wasn't really fair. And then Mike McDaniels comes, and when healthy, Tua was spectacular. Um, In fact, he led in Pro Bowl votes, I think, if I recall. Had the highest quarterback rating in the league when he was healthy. Then he gets banged up, the concussion stuff. It's frightening. Optics are frightening. Um, now in the offseason, he's put on about 10, 12 pounds. You can see it. He has apparently hired a jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu uh, coach, teach him how to fall. I just don't forget. Don't forget how good Miami was pre-Tua injury. So people love the Jets, but Robert Saul is a defensive coach. Mike McDaniel's an offensive coach. Tua is just as accurate delivering the ball. Not arm strength accurate as Aaron Rodgers. Receivers, easily Miami. Uh, Corners for the Jets, great. Corners now for the Dolphins, great. So, you know, I know we're all falling in love with Aaron and Sala, but now Tua's been with McDaniels. This is the second year. They've upgraded defense. They've upgraded defensive coordinator. We don't love the Jets' offensive coordinator, Hackett. We love the Dolphins' defensive coordinator. So if you look at what's winning in the NFL right now, it's offensive coach with a great young defensive coordinator. Now, Fangio's older, but that's been San Francisco's secret sauce, right? Shanahan and a great young defensive coordinator that somebody cherry picks. So Miami has a chance. I have them winning the division. I think Miami has a chance if two is healthy to not only be good, but like be spectacular, like be out of this world good. And I think the most important non-player coach move, arguably, of the entire offseason is Vic Fangio to the Dolphins defensive coordinator. He's fantastic. He's a fantastic defensive coordinator. And the other two teams the Jets have to look out for there is obviously the Patriots, you imagine, will be better because of their offensive coordinator situation. And then the Bills will still be good. Maybe they're regressing a little, but it's not like they're going to go from a 12 or 13 win team to six. So they still have those teams to match up with well in their division. There's really only one team in the league that we could all agree could either win six games or 14. And it's Miami based on two is health. I mean, that's most teams we have a feeling they're in the seven below, 11 up. There's very few teams you go, they could win 12 or five. And it's kind of Miami based on Tua's health. So if he's healthy, I think they win the division. Uh, Ryan with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. It was, uh, I drove to work today, so I got on the... I got on the freeway at 5.55 a.m., and it was, there were four cars on the road on 405 in Los Angeles. I got to work in seven minutes today. I tell you what, I'm not sure if Los Angeles was like that in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. It's not like that now, but it was this morning. Happy 4th, back in a second, live in L.A. It's The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. You'll feel it. Because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's that head-turning pair for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after. When you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert. Sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay Authenticity Guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This summer, it's the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup with the defending champs, the USA, chasing an historic third win in a row. Don't miss the action when the tournament kicks off July 20th on the networks of Fox Sports. Cannot wait. World Cups are great. We just had arguably the greatest men's World Cup final. Uh, Fantastic. We got out of the group stage, we being the United States men's national team. Yes, we, I can say that. And we, our women, should win. Um, So I I saw CBS today. um, You know, the NFL, about every year they lose eight coaches, seven or eight coaches. So basically every fourth year, you turn over every coach. So uh, what you don't want to be is sort of a middle-of-the-pack coach. 
Uh, now, we know, you know, your Andy Reeds and your John Harbaugh's and Belichick's have more job security at any time. There's like four of those guys in the league, maybe three. But I saw CBS came out with their head coaching rankings. And, uh, you know, for our radio audience, pretty predictable at the top. Reed, Shanahan, Belichick, McVay. One of the things I do like about the NFL, Shanahan is viewed as a great coach. He didn't have a ring. But you watch the Niners play. They're really well coached. Some of that's just quarterback injuries. So it's Reed, Shanahan, Belichick, McVay, Harbaugh, Tomlin. I, 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 I think Sean Payton's low. I'd have Sean Payton toe-to-toe, even above Tomlin, because I think it's an offensive league over a defensive league. Uh, Pete Carroll, maybe a spot too low or a spot. You know, it's close. I like Doug Peterson a lot. But I'm struck by this. Zach Taylor's 14th. You're telling me he's like the Jimmy Garoppolo of quarterbacks? Is 14th. Well, well, he's got Burrow. Well, let me give you some quarterbacks who got a great young quarterback and didn't get employed long. Chuck Pagano with Andrew Luck, Urban Meyer with Trevor Lawrence, Anthony Lynn with Justin Herbert, Bill O'Brien with Deshaun Watson, and old Jim Mora with Peyton Manning. The older Jim Mora, not old Jim Mora. You can inherit a great quarterback and it doesn't go well. Now, we know quarterback is more important than coach we know that right Belichick sub 500 without Brady but here's the thing about Zach Taylor that he's got working against him one we know nothing about him personally he's got no brand like nothing we don't know a sense of humor we don't know anything about him he used to coach under McVay and Cincinnati is a low profile franchise the other thing we know is as a rookie, he took over a dreadful organization and went 2-14. and 14. Year two, Burrow got hurt. So he was 6-25-1 in his first two years. And as you guys know, if you've been on a date, first impressions are important. It's hard to overcome a bad eight minutes if you start a date poorly. You know, trip into the table, spill a glass of wine. He had a bad two years in Cincinnati. Not all of it his fault. He inherited a mess. Um... But, but here's something uh, that's noteworthy. Uh, I think he's 3-1 and one against Andy Reid. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, and his quarterback's younger than Mahomes. I also watched him go toe-to-toe against Sean McDermott in the playoff game and Josh Allen on the road and completely outcoach him. So how do you judge a coach? Watch him against other great coaches. You know, if you watch Tony Dungy and Bill Belichick, it was a chess match. If you watch Pete Carroll and Belichick in that Super Bowl, that was a chess match. If you watch McVay and Belichick, that was hammer and a nail. McVay was not ready for Belichick. Belichick outcoached him. McVay acknowledged that Sean was not ready to go against Belichick in a Super Bowl. If you watch Doug Peterson and Belichick, if you watched Tom Coughlin and Belichick, those are great coaches. You're watching it. That is a chess match. Right? That, that's what it's about. If you watch Mac Brown against Pete Carroll in college in their prime, or you watched a couple years ago Brian Kelly and Kirby Smart, George and Notre Dame, like you're watching a chess match here. I love McVay. He was overwhelmed by Belichick. Zach Taylor's 3-1 and one against Andy Reid. And oh, by the way, his team has gotten better when Burrow's been there every year. 4-11-1, and 10-7, and 12-4. And, and he's been 5-2 and two the last two years in the playoffs. I am not in any way insinuating that Burrow's not a majority of it. But there are certain stats which tell me about your coach. Since he took over the Bengals, they are the fewest penalty yards in the league. They do not beat themselves. They do not get penalties. 
They're also third best third down conversion team in the league. Again, Burrow's part of that, but they were much higher than other top quarterbacks. They don't get a lot of penalty yards. They do not beat themselves. They're excellent on third down, which is not only a quarterback stat, but a play calling stat. And they've been good against Andy Reid. Yeah, I know Burrow's great. I'm not in any way criticizing Zach for that. Burrow's remarkable. I think he's the second best quarterback in the league of Mahomes. Penalty yards, third down conversion, better every year. Zach Taylor is not the 14th best coach, but he got off to a horrible start, and we know nothing about him. We know stuff about Tomlin and Pete Carroll. We know that Sean McDermott, though he's not really public, is intense. And coaches have left, and he's a defensive guy, and he'd be kind of rigid. Even if we don't love a coach, they've got a brand. They've got something. Frank Reich played in the NFL. Ursay fired him, shouldn't have. We know nothing about Zach Taylor. I am here to tell you he is not the 14th best coach in the NFL. That would be telling you he could be fired at any second and the Bengals would be fine. I do not believe that's the case. Bad offensive line got to a Super Bowl. Not easy. Hour three next. One more herd. The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 